Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 533. Tuesdays we've been doing this, talking professional wrestling, mostly WWE, other stuff as it comes. You know, uh, doing this in the Mayhem style. I'm at Sorgatron in Pittsburgh, PA, in Mayhem Studios, ready to get with it with my buddies here. First of all, from Poughkeepsie, New York, the only one on the crew with a future Endeavor letter from the WWE. It is Mad Mike. Sorg, you know what my take, do you know what this is? Uh, audio people don't know what that is. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket to see Nakamura. Did you buy? It looks like it appears that you bought an entire row of seats at the Barclays Center so you can sit by yourself and stretch out. Yes. <laughs> and, and not true. I, I hate the, not the, true. The, bust, the, the bust your bubble, Mike. They're not golden, though. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, that's they just look, be, They look that's, more saltine to me. No, Sam, I, you get. See, you don't know how things work in New York City wheels. You. Um, you go to Barclay Center and you exchange the whiter tickets for golden ones because that's how Jay-Z rolls. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's a real thing. There you go. Okay. And that person who just got educated on there, that is Wheels, sound guy for the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, coming at us from California, Pennsylvania. Yes, and I'm back, and I'm back in black. And I survived this storm that seemed to have lasted like three hours and... It wasn't a three-hour tour, that's for sure. Oh, okay, okay. And also, back on the show from an undisclosed, from an undisclosed location in witness protection, roundabouts, Dallas, Texas, my guess is he's hiding from Lance Hoyt. He is Eamon Payton, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. Well, now I'm not really undisclosed, Sword. What? You kind of just said it. I did. But hey, you said it. Whatever. <laughs> you know Huh? You don't understand how witness protection works. Um, <laughs> he, Eamon, they would have they would have not known if you hadn't confirmed it. <laughs> see, see, you're, we know you're how it works. You're a horrible witness, Eamon. I, I am. How not. are you, Mister Thompson? That's a Simpsons <laughs> reference, folks. Jesus. No, um, I'm excited to be back. Uh, it's been a long time since I got to talk about wrestling on this show, but I'm here. Hi. Fantastic. And we'll see. It might be a long time further because he's on hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how, how the internet works from Texas. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, He's actually trying to use one of those Wi-Fi hubs and say witness protection. 
Right. But in the meantime, you all out there will bear witness to this Wrestling Mayhem show at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe to us on all the podcast places as well as YouTube, Facebook, all kinds of video versions of the show. And all the spinoffs we do, Midweek Wars, Indie Mayhem Show, yeah, that returns this week and so much more. Well, we'll see if the Wi-Fi holds out for for Eamon. It returns this week. Uh, We do have interviews in the can with some good friends. Wardlow from uh, the International Wrestling Cartel with the big Cage Fury show this weekend. Uh, and also, you can drop us a line, as uh, so many of you have been lately, 412-206-WMS0, or that email address. Good, good, times. Times. good times. at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group. A lot of fantastic conversation going on there. And also, you can join us uh, over on Patreon.com. Nope, that, well, you can join us there, too. Live.WrestlingMayhemShow.com about 10 p.m. after SmackDown Live on the East Coast. Um, but yeah, you can uh, join us just like our good friends have and see the stream and interact with us there. And you can also go to Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. You can support the show like six people have been contribute to it become part of it become our boss boss of mayhem so many ways you can contribute there too if you want to get the word out about whatever it is that you are doing uh we have levels for that as well we can help you with that and get your word out to the mayhem nation thank you so much to our friends that have been supporting our show including the longest patreon supporter uh antonio garza of the wrestling revolution.com no Digging, eh? Woo! As well as Ed Burke, the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, Bobby F. J. Town, and Alex Cars. Yes, that's six. Uh, thank you so much for everybody um, that have has uh, contributed on the show and, uh, and 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 continue to as we go here. Uh, so let's get into the mayhem that is wrestling. Let's talk about something called SummerSlam. Something called Ooh. SummerSlam. To me, I've heard of it. If mm. if you're like me and found yourself in the uh, SummerSlam collection, it's all about Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels' feud from 2002. Because uh, I got lost on the WWE Network last night, guys, uh, <laughs> and realized what a what a tumultuous time it was in 2002, the hot summer of 2002, when the NWO was a thing with Shawn Michaels for about two weeks. That was awkward. Um, but anyways, uh, no, SummerSlam is this weekend, and uh, it's I think it's a curious lineup amid the, the brand new draft split. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Well, let, let's just go with what match are you excited for going into this already? There's a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. We have a little bit, as I believe, uh, the count is now for SummerSlam. Um, geez, most exciting. I would probably say, because and, and, they both have built it really well, both on the show and, and outside of it, the women's match, the, or the women's time match, I should say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. What about you, Wheels? Um, I'm going to say the match I'm really looking forward to, honestly, actually two. Honestly, the women's match, and of course the Seth versus Finn Balor match. Okay, what about you, Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Like, uh, so, so you choose, right? 
I feel like so many of these need something. Like, I, I guess the one I'm most excited for is Jericho and Owens versus Enzo and Cass. Hmm. Interesting but choice. I, I, I think my secondary one... I, I think it, it would have to be Finn and Seth, just because I know it's going to be a good match, and I want to see how god-awful that new title looks. And I want to see that kick-ass entrance by Finn. Oh, yes. Yes. It better not be the same one they did on Raw. I gotta say, I'm not be. I'm definitely. Oh, you mean the fan that ran in? (laughs) Oof. I I gotta say, I'm most excited for uh, Finn and Seth because I think that has the possibility for uh, uh, certainly the show stealer of the night. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I have to disagree with you a little bit on on some like these matches meaning a little bit more. Now, you know, something like the six uh, women. I almost said diva. Six women's uh, uh, tag match that's coming up that was announced tonight on SmackDown. Uh, that I think you guessed correctly who would be involved in it, even though you didn't watch SmackDown. Like, stuff like that, obviously. That's, that's pre-show fodder or something. There's 11 matches on this card right now. 11 matches. Mm-hmm. We've extended to a four-hour SummerSlam with a two-hour pre-show. There's going to be a lot of wrestling there on Sunday night. Oh, is that two-hour pre-show? Yeah, well, yeah it starts at 5 yeah. p.m. Uh, Eastern and uh, 7 p.m. Eastern for, for SummerSlam itself. So welcome to the WrestleMania of the summer. Which I mean, oh yeah, it is <laughs> absolutely. I mean, between that and what they're doing with Takeover, it is. It absolutely is. If there was a way for us to have another SummerSlam type of, or I'm sorry, Hall of Fame type event, they would probably do it and book it for three. Well, they already booked for three nights uh, stand for Barkley as it is with Raw. Uh, but no, I, I four nights. Org is it four? There, there's a night. There's a there's the oh. SummerSlam concert on Friday night. Well, there you Wait, go. What? Yeah, yeah. There's a SummerSlam concert with Flo Rida. How do I not know any of this? Uh, because none of us care about Flowrider. Have you been That's sleeping <laughs> through the wrestling shows, Eamon? I, I, I've not been paying close enough attention, apparently. Um, it's in those things that we think are commercials, but they're really not commercials. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think going to Mike's point, I think it's just because I feel like m- one month or two months ago, like we had the idea of what it was going to look like. It doesn't really look like this. Like, I don't think anyone expected Seth and Dean Dolph, uh, you know, even the women's match, no one expected Sasha to be the champion going into it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these matches, I don't think people expected a month ago, two months ago. And maybe that's what they're doing. They're like, hey, everybody's expecting this. We'll give them that. Right, it was it was something to shake things up a little bit. The most predictable and, and and probably the most boring, if you look at it that way, uh, and I say boring, kind of uh, not you know, kind of not objectively here, uh, is Orton versus Brock, right? And honestly, I don't know how people can be excited for that match. Somebody is. I'm not, it, it's I'm just going to be randy orton going out for another eight months with a shoulder injury <laughs> like that's all it's going to be but like, that could be fun <laughs> wow Who knows? let's not wish let's just not wish injury on randy orton he's can't be i'm that not bad wishing guy. i'm predicting <laughs> like it, it's a hashtag spoiler alert i mean come on the guy gets hurt taking his trash out 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It would be it'd be a better way to go out, actually. Um, but yeah, it's I I don't know. Just some of the uh, I, I'm actually more happy with the build of Orton Brock than I am with matches like Team Dolph. Like I know some people really like it. I don't know. I'm just not into. It. It's still just taking me so much to sell me on Dolph. You know, it's it's uh, it, just stuff like that's kind of and it's like I like Jericho and Owens against Enzo and Cass. I like the potential of it, but it also I just feel like it came out of nowhere. Like they announced what they announced it last week, and I was like, when would the when did these guys start feuding? Like, when did this happen? Like, like I don't know. It's just and like some of the choices are just kind of weird. Like, Sami Zayn's not on the card at all. Like, I don't know. It's just yet. Well, yet. he's finally free of Kevin Owens. Yet, yeah. It's like he won are... a battleground. He like got rid of this demon, and now he's not on the show. And Kevin is. Yet there are eleven matches on this card, and we have room for Kurt Hawkins to come back on SmackDown. Is that who's coming? Oh, fuck. Oh, I thought I was about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. We're going to get Kurt Hawkins and Heath Slayer versus the Hypros, aren't we? What is SmackDown doing? Like, some of the choices, I don't I just don't I, Okay, like, okay. Uh, obviously, a- I got a point. Okay, for Eamon, Eamon and Mike, not to get too big into the SmackDown talk, I want to stay on Smack or SummerSlam exclusively for, for this. But but you guys haven't watched SmackDown, right? And, and I got to say, I think SmackDown tonight was the best SmackDown since they started the split. And, yeah, and, 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 I've, I've seen it. Really I've seen it. I've seen it just the SmackDown for tonight. Yeah, uh, and, 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 I, and probably I would agree with you. There was aspects of the show I liked. It's just I don't understand some of the decision making, like compared to Raw. It's schizophrenic. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Absolutely, SmackDown is some of the most uh, schizophrenic decision making I think I've seen in a while. But mm-hmm. th- it felt like tonight a lot of things kind of came through. Okay. Okay. I I, I the feel Heath like the Slater stuff, Sorg. That that was yes. great. The a, that was amazing. Um, um, just a lot of things that you're like from from week one. We're like, what are they doing with this? I what? I just came okay. to like there were a lot of aha moments. I felt like tonight. Um, mm-hmm. even to the point where I was not bored by a Del Rio and John Cena match, and neither was the okay. crowd in Austin, Texas. And I want to have a discussion cool. with you, Eamon, about your your state and professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> they're, they're normally awful, as I as I responded. To they that were not night. awful tonight oh. in Austin, Texas. Uh, yeah, Corpus isn't great. But, yeah, Corpus. Uh, hey, Cor- good, good on Corpus for actually giving Charlotte heel heat, though. There's that too. Yes, <laughs> of course. But other than that, they were dead silent for like everything. Yeah, like, yeah. It was very, very weird. Yet, yet they made they made Brock smile. So there's that. Uh, but anyways, uh, back to it um, uh, from SummerSlam, of course. Uh, you know, I, I think I it's it seems stacked. There's there's weight to it. I hate the idea that we have the Universal Championship coming up and everything else like that. But the matches around weird things like that are great. We're getting that. We're getting Charlotte and Sasha. We're getting uh, uh, a Rusev and Reigns actually is kind of We're interesting. We're getting a lot of Raw matches on SummerSlam. Well, that, that was true. Like, we did have a lot of repeat stuff. <laughs> We're getting a lot of Raw actually, matches. Right, yeah, right, right, right. That, that, now that I think about it, the proportion of it is really off. Mm-hmm. The only and SmackDown get, matches I get, can yeah. think... Yeah. Okay, so I think there's three SmackDown matches. There's the t- the main title match, the women's tag, and a and Oh, and AJ. Oh, and AJ. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there's more that I think of, but yeah. Yeah, if but I, if you think that that women's tag match is going to be on the main show. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. 
Did they announce a pre-show match for SmackDown? They didn't. Did they announce Baron versus Kalisto? Because if they didn't, guess what's going to be on that pre-show? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that pre-show. And, we'll have a, and maybe we'll have a Heath Slater <laughs> match. Yeah. And, and like this, don't get me wrong, I, I'm interested in SummerSlam. This match is on the night. Like, we get, we're getting the first of a Cesaro Sheamus best of seven series. Oh, which can is we great. talk about this? No. Which is, no. Which is great, but it, but it should be on SmackDown. Man, it's no, going to be No, the- no, no. I, all right, hold on, hold on. I, I wasn't on the wrap up last night. I need to talk about this. This is not great. <laughs> this is not great. Okay. Um, this is not making Raw great again. First of all, we've already had two matches with them. Mm-hmm. Cesaro, okay. won, Cesaro wins clean. Secondly, what is this series for? Uh, 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 yeah, there's no answer because it's for nothing. If this was if this was for like a U.S. title shot, underwhelming but okay. If this was for a Universal Championship shot at the first Raw only pay per view, fine. I'm invested in that. That's great. That pushes both of these guys to try and beat each other's asses. If it's for nothing, but Oh, you kicked me in the head once. The fuck? They like, made them, in, in, to give them the benefit of the doubt, they may say that at the end or something. They may say, you, you impressed you us. Me, can you name me another best of series that wasn't for anything? Even the Terry Invitational Tournament was for Terry's managerial services and a big sack of money with a dollar sign on it, for Christ's sake. They, they, yeah. They, yeah, you're right. And they did. To credit to the angle, uh, they did they did state that it was because they are they have this one upmanship between each other. But it's not one upmanship. Cesaro I, 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 won the first the two matches. Yeah, He's I, already two ahead. I'm, right. I'm interested in the actual matches because I think those two guys work well together. But I do agree that the setup is a little weird just because the setup doesn't really fit in the sense of a best of seven. Because the best of seven, like Mike mentioned, should be more about like the fact that they're two competitive people. Like that's what happened with Benoit and uh, Booker T. That's what happened with, you know, even or with the Don, U.S. title, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, the well, or the TV talent that we see. Yeah. Like, but, or, like, yeah. If they did this where there's a different stipulation on each match, even if it's four nothing, that gets me slightly more interested. But if it's all just one-on-one matches, like, no, that is just stagnant booking. That's literally just taking the the – blackboard they have in gorilla writing something in sharpie and just not having to erase it for a couple months well and here's the thing it was it was already that's not entertaining it was already noticeable that we were getting an extended seamus and cesaro match again this week in fairness at least they put something to it because guess what we've had wwe does a lot of they just don't call them that because they just put the same matches out a lot of the time like you know what i mean like, at least they're calling it something, and at least they're trying to sound something. I can't do complaints with it, but, like, you know what I mean? At least there's something. Okay, but the setup to this was done wrong because Cesaro won both the matches that they had. No, I understand. If Sheamus right, 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 cheated right, right. to win one and Cesaro won the other one clean. But it's not just the okay. matches. It's not just the matches. It's also the interference and the, the getting in the way of the uh, U.S. title match that Cesaro had, too. So it isn't Okay, not, it's but not how just, does that it's help not just, Cesaro what he's looking for? It's not just about the wins. 
okay, but it was about the U.S. title, and now it's about nothing. How does – even if Cesaro sweeps this series, what does that do for him? Because Sheamus can just as easily kick him in the head again. Uh, we move on because writing will do that. Uh, the, yes. From the chat room, uh, <laughs> another another apparent – I'm guessing he's saying this is in our best of seven sh- series not for anything was ACH versus Matt Seidel. That's true. But so, yeah, I, 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 I understand Mike's points. I just I, – again, my appeal to that is just based off of their in-ring chemistry. You but know ACH I mean? and Seidel were also a tag team. That's a competition amongst tag team partners. I understand that because Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero had virtually the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's trying to see who's the Sean and who's the Marty. Right. But well, this is for nothing. Uh, Mike, Mike, I, I think all this is going to be a moot in the long run because I have some bad news. That's going to just ruin <laughs> your weekend. And maybe shorten that line of tickets that you have in hand there. Because Uh-oh. the Flowrider concert has been canceled. No! How is Slater going to get his revenge now? <laughs> I, I, apologize. I apologize to all the, all the audio listeners. Um, no, oh. no, Bobby of G-Town pointed it out. And yeah, it has been canceled. I'm actually, I pulled it up on Ticketmaster even, and it's, it's marked as canceled. Um, wow. So yeah, I um I Can we I, talk about can we talk about um another thing with SummerSlam? Uh sorry, I I'm just totally dismissing this flow writer uh, uh major news. Um can we talk about something else with SummerSlam that was like kind of br- almost brushed under the rug but probably shouldn't have been on Raw? Hmm. What's okay. that? That uh, John Stewart's coming back. <laughs> yeah. He's he if John Stewart dresses as Demon Balor. Uh, I'm, well, I'm thinking because what are they going to do? Because they've got to do something based off of last year. Well, clearly, Eamon, he's going to interact with the celebrity that SmackDown is bringing, right? I thought mm. SmackDown's not bringing anyone. Maybe it's no, because the shows aren't equal. This is a raw pay per view. <laughs> this is like, saying, raw this is like saying Wonder Woman's in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> No. Wow, I got what you did there, Mike. Wonder Woman is SmackDown. Wonder Woman is SmackDown. It's not about her. It's about the other guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Look at aggregate screen time compared to aggregate match time. That's what it is. To be fair, Wonder Woman may have the the best moments of the card. Cena vs. AJ is going to be great. I'm sure Randy will do something fun. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and Dolph might Dolph might actually like get hit by Doomsday and just smile and super kick him. I don't know. Something could happen, but it ain't about Wonder Woman. It's about Batman versus Superman. And that will probably be as underwhelming because as you all know, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, their mothers are of the same name. So Boys. wait a minute. So does that mean <laughs> I'm confused? They're, they're they're going after the DC Universal yes heavyweight championship. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. I see where you went, Dermot. Yes. I like it. Thank you. So SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on this. Sword. I'm still on this. I'm I'm still working on this. 
I'm trying to figure out who Lex Luger is or Luther is. Lex, well, Lex Luther is Lex Luger. Let's just go with that. Yeah, Lex Luger makes his return. Um, <laughs> On the Lex so Express, we, baby. SmackDown just keeps bringing in these old wrestlers. They're bringing back Rhino, Kurt Hawkins, Lex Luger. He can't wrestle. We'll bring him back anyways. No, you know who Lex Luger is? Paul Heyman, because he's releasing a monster. I was Ooh. thinking that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, uh, we're going to get into uh, the... By the way, this this does mean Randy Orton is Wonder Woman. That does mean that. Ouch. John Cena is Wonder Woman. Because you, know you know where Wonder Woman came from? Out of nowhere! Wow. And on that note, we're going to move on. move on. Move the fuck on. Wow. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that made me angry. You know what's great and can't be compared to um, really bad DC Comics movies? Indie wrestling, I hope. Uh, and we are celebrating this week one year. One year of IndieWrestling.us, the one-stop Woo! shop to find many friends of the show, uh, digital downloads, DVDs for our friends with the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. You can probably catch some uh, glimpses of wheels in there, as well as the International mm. Wrestling Cartel, our friends with Vicious Outcast Wrestling, Prime Wrestling uh, stuff, uh, that, you know, some great classic moments there, uh, documentaries with Joe Dombrowski, including the Montreal Theory and Virgil on his traveling merchandise table. If you want this stuff, if you want a discount, 50% off for the next week with the coupon code ONE YEAR, the number ONE AND YEAR, all caps. ONE YEAR! 50% off any digital download, as well as $5 off any DVD. We almost never have sales on our DVDs. Now we do. So go check it out, IndieWrestling.us, the great column around the indies by our friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. And, uh, and, and it's a great resource. We, we, don't, we also have 605 Wrestling. We also have Border City Wrestling and... More to come. More to come to indie wrestling. I've been to Border City Wrestling. That's US. pretty cool. Border City Wrestling. That's in Canada, isn't it? it the, the one I went to was kind of close to Canada. It was in the Detroit like oh, border. It was across the Border City Wrestling. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, so go check that out and so much more at IndieWrestling.us. Sign up for the newsletter to get details on sales and new releases as they come out, as well as updates on Wrestling Mayhem Show from week to week. Go check it out, IndieWrestling.us. Guys, speaking of Indie Wrestling, we know a lot of guys that are on NXT TakeOver anymore, don't we? Uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. My Brooklyn, least, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. my least favorite logo of the takeovers. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mike, you you're used to this. You're 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 proximity. Like this is the style with the chain and everything. I just feel like mm-hmm. I just it just feel means like, JTG showing up, Sork. If only, if only, <laughs> we're bringing the hood to you. We're bringing I would like to see the prime time players versus crime time. Oh <laughs> no, no, no! See what they're not saying is that JTG is going to show up on SummerSlam and team with Tyus O'Neill so they can be called the Crime Time Players. Let's go. To, what's happened on Takeover? 
<laughs> man, the dream matches wow. that nobody wanted this weekend at the Barclays Center. Okay, TakeOver. There's a lot of stuff happening yes. at TakeOver. We got, uh, uh, let's see, wait, wait. Uh, let me double check. Okay, we don't have the Nakamura haters on this week. Uh, but uh, Nakamura. Wait, we got Nakamura haters? The Hooven Uh-oh. week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Hooven week? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, well, I, understand who, I, I understand Hooven points, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. He just has no joy in his life. <laughs> He's just sad because the Ryback's gone. The yeah. Ryback. Don't worry. He can watch TNA real soon. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh boy. Hashtag um, Ryborg. <laughs> oh. NXT TakeOver. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, it's good. I'm it still, looks good. I'm still on the ride. I'm so thing. excited, Sorg. Oh, of course you are. You're going to be there again. Yeah, uh, we're going to get to see a friend of the show win the tag titles. Or something horrible is going to happen to a friend of the show. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Either that's, way, that's, a friend of the show is going to happen. That's Monday Night Raw uh, uh, against Nia Jax every week, apparently. Uh, side note, friend of the show, Delilah uh-huh. Doom this so week. So Nia Jax is just systematically going through every woman you've had in the Indie Mayhem show. I see how it is. I see how it is, Nia. <laughs> Note to self. Sorg, stop booking women on the shows. Well, Raylan hasn't popped up yet, so, so yet. it's not yet. Seriously, if they swing back up this way and Raylan pops up on that, it's just that they're, they're watching. They're watching. <laughs> Who else have we talked to? Hey, Barbie Hayden. It'll pop up, or 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 uh, Angels Lane. I think we talked to. Uh, yeah, no, they just go down the line. That's gonna keep happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna keep happening. Anyways, it's take like over. Arya Sark's list. <laughs> <laughs> and Game of Thrones reference for you guys that don't watch that. Um, anyways, but no, uh, uh, take over. I think is gonna has is. I don't feel like it's as uh, uh, crazy as as the build has been last year. But uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Bailey, Oscar, Oscar, damn it, Oscar, Oscar. I'm going to have to write this down. I'm going to write this down. Write this down. (laughs) Talk about it. I'm going to write this down. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. How do I even write that down so I remember it? Well, I mean, you can also say Aska, but that's just how William Regal says it. Well, there you go. There you go. Because I think Zora was saying, yeah, that match has been built great. Um. I, I don't know. Yeah, you can compare it to last year's takeover, but I even, you know, the matches I think are still really solid, and I'm excited for a, gr- a great deal of them. Like, you know, um, even like Joe and Nakamura for the little build that it's had, it's still going to be really good. Um, you know, uh, the tag title matches we alluded to, I think it's going to be really great. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff on here that I'm excited about. I got a point. And plus, I, we're getting to see a couple debuts for NXT too. Like right. Bobby Roode's going to have his first match. Ember Moon is going to have her first match. Like, right, two, I'm really excited. Two things. Two things. First of all, on, on that build to Nakamura and Joe, one, I don't think it needs much other than we're badass. We're going to fight each other. Two, Got Your Nose is the best freaking build got I've your ever nose seen. is <laughs> the greatest thing. Like, it only would have been better if he did, like, the gesture like you do to a little kid. Like, yeah. he, did, he did this and just waved it at Joe. That would have been the best thing in the world. Amazing. He still could do it on Sunday, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the, the 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 ender for that, like for that go home, was amazing because I think Wednesday is literally just a preview. Wednesday we get, I think it's a preview, and then we get like one, uh, we get one. Uh, it's a 
six-woman tag featuring the two women that drafted the SmackDown and four of the rookie girls. Oh, okay. Okay. Should be interesting. Okay. By the way, all the rookies, all the rookie girls keep popping up in my uh, tops uh, slam decks so far. I've played it a whole two days. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my new addiction. Thanks, guys. As if Pokemon Go wasn't pointless enough. Thank you. Uh, but anyways, just wait till they have WWE Go Sword. Well, let's also, so oh my oh oh it's gonna be a thing. Gotta gotta catch the that Slaters. Cool. Gotta catch the Slaters. Um, Amen, <laughs> Amen. I was I was excited when when you you dropped a hint about uh, Ember Moon a few weeks yes. ago. Yes, and and you ignored my my message when I said who do you think it is. Because I wanted to know who you thought it was. Because I, I actually kind of knew who it was. Well, you know, yeah, of course Eamon, you do. Eamon, Eamon knows who it is. Of course you do. And I should have known. I should have known. But they finally showed, like, kind of showed her this week. And I, 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 I pretty much figured it out, I think. I think uh, Athena was her name, right? Yes. Uh, I- it will be very exciting. Uh, this, is, this is the equivalency of your Logan Shula making the debut. Not, you know, maybe in reaction <laughs> But uh, but from a reaction on the show, like like this is somebody who I've gotten to work with, so I'm very excited to be able to you know I tell feel- people that hey, she's going to be awesome, and, and you're going to really enjoy her. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, uh, Wheels, you and I both saw her at AIW's Absolution uh, last I year. Two thirds, yeah. Yeah, I I've actually yeah, you and I've got to see her there, and I've actually got to work with her uh, at a. IWWA down in West Virginia got to know her, and she was pretty cool down there. So I'm really happy that she's going to get her debut and everything. So all three of us are excited for this. <laughs> Badass. Badass. I think she fought uh, uh, Veda Scott up at, at, at Solution last last year. Yep. It was it was a badass women's match. So yes. so looking forward to see what she does in that mix with, with Asuka and, uh, and the rest of them. So uh, really, really looking forward to that. And curious what they're going to do with her um, persona with this as well. Uh, very, very mysterious. And uh, what was the other debut coming up? Well, we got Bobby Roode. In Bobby Roode. Oh, Bobby Roode. That's right. That's right. Uh, Bobby Roode, who one has been fantastic, I thought, in his build to this um, because he's Bobby Roode. Um, also, also uh, whether Full Sail will play along with it or not. Um, also, Bobby Roode. Glorious bombs with Champa <laughs> and Gargano is my favorite thing on the internet right now, um, and has I'm enjoying those. I mean, yes. I mean it. The, the it just 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 building the most uh, like the stupidest uh, uh, entrance music I probably heard for a <laughs> while, and making it the best thing ever. Um, that I might mm-hmm. pick it up on iTunes. Uh, perfect, absolutely amazing. Uh, and 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 this is I, and and just like wrapping your head around like Gargano is hanging out with Bobby Roode and the mm-hmm. psycho Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa that was in RWA and, and this and like like my my brain breaks at it this is like this is like and uh, was, you know you guys might remember like that wait the NWO is completely in the WWE this isn't a thing that's supposed to happen right. Like that's how mm-hmm. I feel about this combination of people of awesomeness on the internet and on NXT. Um, or Shane you know McMahon just walking out on Nitro. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, or you know what it is? Hmm. It's glorious. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It 
Absolutely. I, I love that NXT is turning into all the good parts of Impact Wrestling that were left, and uh, except for, uh, except for uh, uh, Ethan Carter. I almost call him Derek Bateman. <laughs> but, uh, we, might as, we might as well at this point. That is true. That is true. <laughs> we uh, might as well. I hope, you, I hope so. I tagged you, Mike, that he's going to be in Queens on Friday. So while you're going to miss out on your flow rider, you can go check out some Ethan Carter up in Queens. If, if I wasn't slinging some toys, I would probably go for that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Priorities. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it, Mike. I get it, Mike. Um, other than that, I say Samoa Joe Nakamura we mentioned here briefly, but I think it's going to be a tremendous match. It's going to be a hard-hitting match. I'm also, I was going to say, I'm also super excited for uh, Austin Aries and No Way Jose. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be fun. That's like, if, be you really told me that, if you told me that that match was happening before they were building up to it, I would have been like, that's weird. Okay. But no, I'm excited for that match. It's, it's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be really good. I, I think also, we're, I, I would imagine we're probably going to get, not on TakeOver, but the week after, uh, TM61 versus the Authors of Pain. Yeah, yeah. that's what it looks like. Yeah. I would imagine that's probably going to be on there. Um, uh, on the No Way Jose, I think they did the right thing where they didn't let him be the weird joke Fandango thing for too long, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're like, oh yeah, he's a good, good, fun guy, and then it's like, and we turn the switch, right? Um, yep. So, so now he can flip back and forth instead of it being weird, you know. Like it he's was fixed, Adam Rose. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, because they tried to do it far, far too late after he was doing Mike's Hard Lemonade commercials, right? And mm-hmm. and brought him up the raw way too soon. Again, like yes. we've been saying about some of these, some of these people, like uh, 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 maybe Dana Brooke or maybe some of these other girls that have come up. He needs to bake a little more in NXT before he came up. Um, also, apparently, not be an asshole. And, and have the domestic issues. Um, that that probably also led to it, too. They but, need to send Ascension back down there, too. Do you think? Yeah. Mm, I don't think. I think they're fine. There's not much they can especially now with the Authors of Pain down there, there's not much oh, the Ascension yeah. will be able I to do. I don't think, I, you know what, I can see them returning and, and kind of do a rebuild. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, Ascension walks in there. Ascension did a match with whoever the tag team champions were at the time. And it was just like the good old days. I know? think it was Vaude Villains. Probably Vaude Villains, yeah. And uh, so the crowd is behind them there, but I, I think they have to work around. They never translate. No, they, they never, never did. Yeah. They never did. It didn't work on that stage. And, and I don't know. I don't think it's their fault. Well, you have to remember, the, the Ascension was tag champs for NXT for almost a year. And they never had real competition. They always faced off against jobber teams. Mm-hmm. It, well, also because there weren't any tag teams really yeah. at the time. Like if if the Ascension kind of came in around now in NXT, like I think they would have been much better off because they could do more. Like you know, I, I it just was unfortunate that when they were in NXT, it was a time where they were really trying to make something of the tag division with, you know, something that they had. They didn't have American Alpha. They didn't have, um, you know, they didn't guys. even have Blake and Murphy. Yeah, they didn't even have Blake and Murphy. They, didn't, they had guys like Mike Bro- they didn't have guys like Nick Rose or or any of those guys. It was them, and then like Kalisto getting a random tag partner every once in a while until they found some card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe maybe now that they're in the division that has a lot of tag teams, aka Wonder Woman show, I mean SmackDown Live, they'll uh, maybe they'll do a little better. 
Sorry, Mike. It's fine. There's a lot. There's a lot of them that can benefit from time there. So, either way, uh, takeover looking pretty, pretty good. And by the way, if you want our predictions for takeover, Amy and I are going to do a full rundown of the midweek board this week. There you go. Yes, indeed. Of course. So uh, maybe we'll have a couple of us pop in there uh, if I'm free that night. Yeah. So, or you can email in. Or you we can, can email, email in your in. predictions at goodtimes at wrestlingmanshow.com because we'll read them on the air. I promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, hey, let's give a shout out to our good friends at Slice on Broadway here in Pittsburgh. Mm. I know that's very localized to our, our Mayhem Universal, to the Mayhem Universe. Oh, that feels gross just saying that. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> so uh, the Mayhem Galaxy. The Mayhem, Mayhem Galaxy? Galaxy? Yeah, we're, we're the first Galactic cast. <laughs> Wasn't that's that Space Ghost? Wasn't that's that, an old school reference. Wasn't that Space Ghost? Who's oh, got the train? Us. Who's got the train? Who's rolling by the train? Um, um, I think that, we just, that, that's, that's the hoe train. We just figure out the aim is by the train track. So, uh, yeah, it's my fault. I'm yeah. That, yeah. I'm trying to give a plug here to our friends at Slice on Broadway here in Beachview along the tracks, as well as their other locations in Carnegie, PA on the Main Street, as well as PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh pirates hi colt um but uh go check them out some friend some friends of the show that have been supporting pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a, a good while now um great friends of the community of the show of podcasting and uh please check them out slice on broadway.com pgh underscore slice on the twitter slice on broadway on the facebook and the instagrams let them know you heard about them on the mayhem show suggest suggest um pro wrestling shapes for their pieces that they can make Ooh, sorg they can do a square pizza it looks like a wrestling ring mm, and i bet they can these people are dough artists a hello kitty dough doll is a thing they made and it's amazing so ooh, maybe they can make a championship belt out of pizza ooh, there you go there you go <gasps> what the raw raw title should be just the pizza championship <laughs> it should just be the pizza championship we're going to check in with some friends and some other shows you should check out and we'll be right back with a big question let's talk tech tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in pittsburgh online gadgets startups and more check it out at awesomecast.net wrestling mayhem show got the crew here of course hot wheels rwa sound dude in california pennsylvania mad mike from up in Poughkeepsie, New York, and Eamon from somewhere in Texas. That, that, that if you've listened carefully enough to the entire show, you'd be able to figure it out. Follow the clues. Uh, follow the <laughs> clues, boppers. And, and if you need help, call Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, we, the news was dropped that, uh, hey, No Mercy is a great name for our new pay-per-view coming up. We already heard that backlash. So, so, invent- so invented. Such a new, innovative name. Okay. Uh, At least they didn't call it No Fear. Yeah. Oh. Cero miedo. At least there's not, hasn't been a tap-out pay-per-view. Um, anyways... That would be or a good no name. Limits. That would be a good name for like an all submission pay per view. Well, they're sponsored by Tap Out, so yeah, yeah, why not? yeah. WWE Tap Out, the the show. 
Uh, but anyways, match is a submission match. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so so that backlash is coming back. Um, uh, Roadblock is going to be a pay per view. It, it, it's not officially on the site, but it's been announced as, as a show for us in Pittsburgh here. Uh, so and there's a list of retired pay per views they still have listed here. Uh, and 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 uh, we were where were we doing this on the show where we were playing playing around with uh, what shows they should bring back. I think we did that as a uh, as a gold a few weeks ago, right? But Maybe. but mm-hmm. but seriously, what shows should they bring back? That's the big question. This 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 uh, this uh, uh, week is uh, you know what are the retired pay per views over the years? Would you like to see return as a Raw or SmackDown pay per view? I, I don't know if we do. We want you want to disclose what you which one you want to bring them back as. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. sure. If you want to, it's not required. Uh, Mike, I know you said you already had an answer when yes. we were talking about this on, on, on the break. Uh, so, so what show should WWE certainly bring back? Uh, that would be the King of the Ring. As an and, actual... And like the real deal King of the Ring. The tournament all yes. the way. Yes. Yeah. Well, not the I tournament agree. all the way. You don't need to do the tournament all the way. You can have, you can have the warm, the prelims on Raw and SmackDown. You can have that. But there the whole appeal of the King of the Ring tournament was the winner needed to wrestle three times. That was the whole appeal yeah. of it. Like that mm-hmm. is what made it such a daunting tournament. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like that that's what should be brought back. They shouldn't do it as a network exclusive type of thing. They should just do it as a full-fledged pay-per-view and you can actually have it be Raw versus SmackDown guys, which would be really cool. And you also shouldn't, uh, and you also don't have to have them become a king character afterwards. No, right. because if you because if you notice, the ones that have really succeeded from the King of the Ring are the ones that didn't automatically become king something. I yeah, will king counter. Barrett, wait, king wait, Booker. wait! I will counter. King Booker was yeah, king but there, was, there were only two people who actually took the king gimmick and rolled with it. Uh-huh. Uh, three, three that were successful. Two, one of them not so successful. But King Mabel, King Owen Hart, King Booker. Those were the only ones that, su- that were successful. Edge never did the king thing. Was Blake, never did the king thing. I, Austin never did the king thing. Brock, you know, Brock never yeah. did. Angle never. Well, did. Wait, can I can I can I roll back? Because um, here's a little known thing about King of the Ring. There were King of the Ring tournaments before there was a pay per view. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And, that was actually in, in the one of the trivia questions I won at the bar last. Night. Right, and, and wasn't King Harley Race a king off of that? Uh, yes. yes, I think so. Yeah, but so was, so was the Macho King. But did right. King Owen yes. and because I don't know this because I'm bad at history. So was King Owen Hart like literally coming out with like a crown and scepter every week? Yes. After a, okay. For a while, he he, Amen. He had his um, his light show changed to a playing card with him posing as being the King of Hearts. Gotcha. Yes. Oh, because I know he referred to himself as that. I just didn't know if he was like being. Oh yeah, no. He went full board. Because when you like the recent ones, board. the recent ones were like Seamus Barrett. Like they actually became king characters, and they never work out. It's mu- it's much better than just having win. And then establish them as like, oh, you're now a top guy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because some because the king gimmick shackles you, and right. unless you're ready to fully commit to that, 
and I'm t- I'm not only talking to the performer, but the com- but the writers, mm-hmm. they have to fully commit to that, like they did with King Booker, and it's lucky that I think the King speech was around around that time. If that movie wasn't a thing at the same time, King Booker would have died. I thought King's mm-hmm. speech was like, may I? I it's, I, I might be I might be mistaken in my time, frame, but, there, like, but there was something that he pulled from that was but, that was popular in current in current pop. Well, he actually because he actually did something with the character other than I'm the main character, but I'm just gonna wear a crown constantly. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but he changed his accent. He changed his mannerisms. Right. There was something. There was something. I don't remember what it was at the time. I thought it was the King's speech, but it was something that he pulled from that worked. Yeah, you actually have to do something with the gimmick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I want the King of the Ring back. That's me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Wheels? Uh, I was thinking about it and thinking about it, and I went, I'm going to go into, strange enough, one of the companies they bought, uh, WCW, and give it maybe to either SmackDown or Raw. I haven't decided yet. Giving it Bash at the Beach for as yeah. their SummerSlam. Yes. Bash at the Beach would be an awesome return for one of them to have as their SummerSlam. Can I also say this is also important to note that I think also with a lot of these ones that we're naming as well, we, WWE also has to change the mentality when it comes to the set designs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah just in general. Because I like these are great ideas. It's just, but if we do those ideas with like their generic set piece that they're using for every pay per view, like, yeah, yeah, like I mean, like, I get it. New new stages are hard to design; they're expensive. Yeah, but they make your pay per view feel special. That's the only. That's one of the main reasons WrestleMania feels special is because they have a whole like they do a whole Periscope thing. Like, is hey, here's what the stage looks like for WrestleMania this year. That's because mm-hmm. it's the only pay-per-view where you change that now. Like, that's yeah. why Cruiserweight Classic feels so different. It's stage different. Right. And like, like, they use the old they use the old FCW stage. They don't use the NXT stage. But, like, also for pay-per-views that are, like, Bash of the Beach, like, you, it's not the same if you don't have that beach kind of setting that's, like, infamous with that show. Like, mm-hmm. like my my favorite King of the Ring stuff was when they had that big chair like that, that was for the entrance. Like I thought that was amazing. Like you kind of need that kind of stuff to kind of make those pay per views feel like pay per views. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hey, what about you? Yeah, they need beach balls. They need sand. They need <laughs> the women's rest. No, never mind. I was going to say have the women's wrestlers. Whatever, Whatever you say, well, whatever you say about WCW, they were always really good with that. Yeah, yeah, they were always really yep. good with those that. That's because Slim Jim usually sponsored those. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, and like, like I think like not just how like Halloween had, but like Spring Stampede, where they would have like those rickety like you know carts and stuff like that, and just hay bales and shit, like, mm-hmm. like yeah, stuff like that's like you know, what, yeah. Even Road Wild was really cool. Well, I was going to say, because yeah. I, I, you got me thinking about it. I kind of want Road Wild Hog Wild to be a thing again. Uh, Ooh, that would be uh, awesome. Like, I think that's, 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 that's mine. I, I'd love them to say, hey, we're going to do cross-promotion with Sturgis. It's a, it's a great fan base, you know? 
I mean, I mean, Vince. <laughs> Vince I, is I a Harley guy. Point, yes, but that pay per view lost them a lot of money. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, well. Yes. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be a businessman in my decision. It's the. That's the one that I thought was cool. Watching a couple of luchadors wrestle in front of a bunch of bikers revving their engines uh, was the most surreal and amazing thing to watch with my dad. So and Sorg, yeah. Sorg, a added bonus. That's how you debut Son of Havoc in WWE. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Riding bitch as usual. Amen. What? Which and, one would uh, you pick? Nothing like. No, there's nothing like a, a group full of motorcycle motorcycle reveling North Dakotians being super racist towards Harlem Heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Trump 2016. Yes. Yes. Oh, there we go. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Eamon, what would you pick? Please move on. I, I, if it was, if it wasn't already coming back, my pick would have been Backlash, solely because of the hook theme set, because that's uh, one of my favorite sets. Didn't somebody swing uh, off of that the Jacob, one year? The Jacob Goodnight theme set. Yeah, basically. <laughs> who like um, who like climbed on that and like rode it like like. As it swung. Jeff Hardy. Jeff, was Jeff Hardy. Well, no, no, Jeff, I'm sorry. It was Brother Nero. Well, yeah. Jeff did <laughs> once. I think I think Shane did once as well. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's something people tend to use a lot. Uh, I'm going to say, if only based off of the theme that they had it one time for this pay-per-view, I'm going to say Fully Loaded. Uh, the Dice theme pay-per-view that they had. <laughs> yes. Yes, that, that was good. It was good. Hmm. Um, yeah. can, can I also throw in a secondary one, Sorg? Hmm. All right, and th- this, uh, I want them to go back to the original concept of tribute for the troops. Okay. 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 Like having it having it outside at a military barracks. It doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah, like over, yeah. It doesn't have to be overseas. I get that. I understand why it's they, not. I love that they wh- even whitewashed their tribute to the troop show now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like it's just this, it's just it, like you can tell it it's taking place before a SmackDown taping. Yeah, yeah. like come on, guys, like really, like you can yeah. have it at an outdoor, like make it like a USO show. Have it for actual troops, not just like oh here's a because that doesn't feel like a tribute to the troops to me. No, I was no, gonna say doesn't. that's not a tribute. That's like okay, we got to throw this together. Um. Let's get the local army, navy, and all these guys in here, and yeah, because we'll it's, it's, it's not an arena full of military people. Yeah, like it's just an arena, and there's military people around, but like, yeah, it's not full of them. I mean, that's a big yeah. thing because they, they did it outdoors because they had to, right? Well, it, they when also they, when did, they did it because we had a lot more troops stationed, and when we started pulling troops out, that's when they stopped going over there and having the full show. Right. I understand that aspect of it, but there are still plenty of military bases in the United States that have venues where you can do this. Right. Like mm-hmm. the reason the tribute to the troops felt so cool was because it was a smaller intimate show and you could see everyone in their military uniforms enjoying the hell out of the show. Right. Yes. Like right. now it's just like you see fucking Frank the clown there. Like, Oh, Really? What branch of the military did you serve in, Frank? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have a lot to say about Frank the Clown after next week. Um, oh, uh, we certainly are, Sork. Uh, uh, did anybody watch the first look this that last nope. night? No? Nope. No? 
Okay. Um, I when I start watching it, I'm going to count how many times I'm reminded of Brooke Hogan, though. What? How do you what? mean? No, Dude. because that that's what Noel Foley is going to become. Oh, you, watch. No. Oh, you watch. You no. watch. It's going to happen. I hope, I hope Mick's better than that. It's going to happen. Mick's well, no, 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 no. It, it's just in how it's just in how they're going to be used. That's it. Do you remember Brooke Hogan and TNA? Oh, uh huh. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about Hogan's no best. I'm not talking. I was gonna say I don't remember shit about that, and I'm thankful. No, uh, that's that's when that's when Bully Ray seduced Brooke Hogan when he was in Aces and Eights. Oh, it's gonna be a whole thing, you guys. Oh, but in fairness, if Rusev does that because they teased the whole Rusev stuff, (laughs) like that could be great. What? Because they did the stuff on Raw with like Rusev getting mad at McFoley and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure made, the guy who just had a wedding celebration is not going to be seducing a 19 year No, it doesn't have to be seducing. Like, he can like kick her or something. I don't know. <laughs> he can kick her. <laughs> what? You want Raw to be different? Well, then. That would certainly work. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hashtag K Noel. What? <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, well, there's that. We'll we'll talk about that. I'm sure next week. Um, Hashtag women's revolution. Amen. Amen. Sorry. What's the deal with Texas fans? Oh, some of them are really bad. So so like like okay like there's been like odd nights on Raw right. And yeah. and and some things where you know ah that would have been great if the fans didn't kind of crap on it and they really probably shouldn't have, but I what Corpus Christi, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I it became it became a a a, a thing. I, not often are are people like a town is trashed because of their fandom, uh like 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 this uh since the um. Uh, the Pittsburgh Royal Rumble and the Philadelphia Royal Rumble. Um, well, I don't think you fans, you guys were trashed, really. No, 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 no. Well, well, we we we, did, we were very vocal, but but anyways, but but I mean, this is the other side. This isn't like like post post uh, uh, day after WrestleMania Raw or anything like that. This is like kind of the other end. Um, why is Corpus Christi so sad? Because they don't get anything. Because it's Corpus Christi, they don't get any. Show. I'm, I'm shocked Raw even Corpus. Um, Amen. You got Elimination Chamber. Granted, we you weren't able to enjoy that, but and, you got and, Elimination Chamber. And I will say, other than one match on that show, it's not a great show. But still, it's an Elimination yeah. Chamber. Like it, it was. It was a network. And again, show. I I was surprised when they got that because normally, if you get a tape show uh, for Corpus Christi, you get like a SmackDown. Right. Like the last show I remember going to in that building, I think man was CM Punk versus Fandango. And that gives you like a, a, a gist of like what kind of shows they get. Like it's not it's not anything special and the crowd the crowd is that weird like they're not the vocal crowd. They're the we'll take what you're giving us crowd. You know what I mean? And if we're bored, we'll just jump out of the crowd. <laughs> well yeah. But like they're the crowd that's like, Oh, you want us to like Roman Reigns? we'll do it for Roman Reigns. Like they they're the good abiding citizens because it's very much like a you know um, not as smart kind of crowd um, you know it's you know and, and in fairness I don't think they really I 
it sucks because that's the place where they fucking did the first main roster Balor entrance, and I don't think that should have been the place to do it. No. Like, like, because they don't care. Like, in fairness, they don't care. Like, they they weren't even that like hot for like Enzo and Cass's stuff. Like, yeah, it's 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 just off putting because it's like that's not the crowd that cares about those kind of guys. And now the way WWE's roster is, a lot of those guys are like the those kind of guys. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, I mean, credit to them when you mentioned it. Like, they were good for the sports thing. But, like, other than that, like, they're just not the right crowd. They're not the right crowd to have, you know, certain things at. And in contrast, um, the reaction for the beginning of John Cena and Alberto Del Rio tonight was the hottest reaction I think I've ever heard on a SmackDown. Which is so weird. Yeah. For Austin. Yeah, because Austin's the smart crowd. Right, right. And <laughs> r- tonight they were in for John Cena. It was crazy, crazy. You had no idea that he was fighting a guy that's not even on SummerSlam, except that it was mentioned in the segment before. Incredible, and they had a really good match. To be to be fair, they had an incredible match actually for for that main event. Um, like I say all all together, I felt like SmackDown was had a better vibe tonight than it than it usually does. So I, yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation before about bad fans and bad crowds uh, as well. I, I just thought it kind of really... And, and people shit on vocal crowds. Like they, I've heard a lot of people, fans and wrestlers, shit on like NXT crowds for being too vocal and stuff like that. But I think that's a testament to like, I would rather have a way too vocal crowd than a way too loud crowd. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, uh, just, just sort of you... You and I've had this discussion of a lot of wrestlers, even in this area, they've told me, and I hate that damn train, and uh, that they love how the RWA crowd oh, is so compared to other on the hands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're like, wow. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with Eamon on, like, some people would argue Oh, I don't want too much of a vocal crowd. I'm sorry, I'd rather have a crowd into something than dead. Um, right. see, it depends yeah. on what because we if say you're, that. If you're a wrestler, yes, I think I. Oh I yeah, if you're a wrestler, absolutely. But see, as people watching it, sometimes I'm okay if the crowd shuts up a little bit because <laughs> you watch <laughs> some episodes of NXT. That crowd never shuts up. No, I, I disagree. Because those crowds where it's like the, if that's the fourth episode they're taping and they're dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's one every four episodes. That's one every four episodes. But those shows aren't as good. And they, and they personally take me out of it. They take me out of it more when the crowd's dead than they do if they're you know being a little more vocal than usual. Like, I would prefer – I don't know. I just – I'm the kind of – I need crowd reaction. I need people – to be excited about this because it carries my excitement into it. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, and I get your point, and I understand people's complaints with like smart crowds or whatever. But guess what? That's gonna be if you're a wrestler complaining about like smart crowds and stuff like that. Like, sorry, like if you want to make it big, that's the crowds you're gonna be appealing to nowadays. That's crowds who are going to, you know, that's just how the audience of wrestling's changed. Like, those are the crowds mm-hmm. that are going to champion you and tell your their friends about you. That, that, those, yeah, those if are if you're nice to yeah. them, if you if you're nice to them, they'll champion the hell out of you. Those are the and crowds. Like, those are the crowds that tell all their friends about you. Got to see this guy 
this guy Prince David. You got to see this guy uh, Prince Takavira. Oh my, oh man, you you got to see what Kevin this is Owens. about. You got to see like, this guy like, Kevin Kevin really Steen. Think, do you really think Kevin Owens? As much as I like him and as much as he's talented, it's his reputation that got him where he is. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He built a reputation for himself. He became the the fan favorite. He became the one that everyone loved and everyone thought was the best. And that's what got him his position. Certainly. Certainly. Well, that's good. Wow, we got a good conversation out of just trashing Texas. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anytime, Sorg. Anytime. <laughs> Uh, well, Sorg, I mean, honestly, I think we've had this discussion even when we've praised how great Pittsburgh did the last Raw. I mean, mm-hmm. we've we've always had good discussions about crowds because we're fans still, so we're going to be vocal on what we feel is right and what's wrong. So Certainly, certainly. Not it's not trashing right. Texas, per se. It's just some cities do suck. No, no, no. No, we're trying. By the way, I apologize in advance for how Brooklyn's probably going to be. <laughs> well, no, Brooklyn was Brooklyn was great. I know. Like, I, I'm. I have a feeling. I have a feeling about SummerSlam. I, I know. Oh. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling a lot of that stuff at SummerSlam is going to go over like a wet fart in church. You know oh what? well, okay. <laughs> SummerSlam's different. SummerSlam's different. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not concerned about Takeover. Takeover is going to be great. I'm concerned about the fan reaction at SummerSlam. I have a feeling during Sheamus and Cesaro, we're going to get JBL chance. I have a feeling during that six woman tag, we're going to get, we want Sasha chance or, Hey, we want some Bailey. I, and I just have a feeling that it's I hope not going to be as good. If you're going to change, we want Sasha doing that six woman tag. You're getting her later in the show. Shut the fuck up. Like, I want to point out that that crowd will. Al- I want to point out that that crowd will also be exposed to at least five hours of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to point out that it shouldn't matter. I think it's. I think I've, it I've been to super long shows like that. You guys have been to super long shows. Like Can that. I? Okay. There, if if There's you're raining. tired, if you're tired, don't chant something that's stupid and doesn't help the match. Mm-hmm. Just watch the match. Rest. Rest your vocal cords. Yeah. Okay. Watch and enjoy the program. I'm not. Like, I'm not going to get into my disagreement with your philosophy there. What I will do is because remember how SummerSlam felt last year, right? We do. Like after we watched that takeover, and we're like, that is the best thing I've ever watched. Good luck, SummerSlam. And then we had yeah. SummerSlam, and we're like, well, that was SummerSlam. I I, I want to point out. I wanna, so this is what SummerSlam looked like last year. Okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna bring this up if you didn't. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was talking about this with my at work tonight. Of course, uh, the main event was Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. Okay, which which that's exciting, right? That's a definitely a rematch from WrestleMania, uh, which I believe had a pretty screwy finish as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, was, that was the weird Charles Robinson. Right. Uh, the bell ringer thought he tapped, but he didn't. Like, thank mm-hmm. High points were Seth Rollins and John Cena, where John Stewart got involved. Uh, we finish the three way. Really the three way nine woman tag that was the start of the Divas Re- Revolution. <clears throat> and uh, Roman Reigns and Ambrose versus the Wyatt family. Uh, Wyatt and Harper. Uh, okay. Oh God! All right, all right. I don't think that was a great match uh, that I recall. Ryback and the Big Show and the Miz for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. Now this wow, one, now Big this, Show is looking great. 
Stephen Amell and and Neville uh, against okay. Stardust and Kick Barrett. That was fun. That was fun. That was that fun. was still yeah. probably my favorite match. That, on that, that was fun. Uh, Dolph Ziggler with Lana against Rusev with Summer Rae. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, New Day. Uh, let's forget that feud happened. Boy, they've they've all really progressed, haven't they? New Day. Mm-hmm. New Day. Uh, uh, I think this is when they won their championship for their current run. Uh, yes, defeated sir. the then champion, the primetime players. This was referenced actually this week on Raw. Lucha mm-hmm. Dragons and Los Matadores with El Torito. Ah. I can't. I, I think that the last champions before the current champions were the primetime players. Yep, wrap your head around yeah, that right? one. And of course, uh, in the opening match of the evening, Sheamus defeated Randy Orton. Holy fuck! <laughs> Wait, didn't Kevin didn't Kevin Owens have a match with Cesaro on that oh, show too? He did. He did. Oh yeah, he yeah. yeah. I, I skipped it. Cesaro. Sorry about that. Yeah, he did. He did. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I was gonna say, I know there was one match I really enjoyed on SummerSlam that didn't have Stephen Amell in it. Oh God! I just realized. What if John Stewart interferes in AJ? And- John Cena's match. <laughs> he might. Yeah. John Stewart may be SummerSlam's uh, Pete Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I had that thought today when they announced that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time Seth, I'm sorry, every time Seth Rollins kept yelling for Demon King, in oh, my head God. I kept hearing Demon Kane. Yep, every single yeah. time. They need, to, they need I, to stop calling him the Demon King. Well, that's the thing. The backstage segment, I thought, like when he's walking through that hallway, I thought he saw someone and said Demon Kane, like he was about to talk to Kane or someone. Yeah, like, yeah. I I kind of wish that he would have popped up. Um, I can't I can't wait till we see Corporate King. Uh, but oh. Corporate Baller. Uh, but anyway, so so sorry. Side note. Side note. <laughs> so there's some news here in Pennsylvania. Where oh. our our attorney general has like got got caught on like twelve counts of fraud or something like that, and and, and has had to step down and, and all this stuff, right? Her name mm-hmm. is her name is King, <laughs> and it comes That's up. Gotta be Kane. It comes up. It comes up on the news tonight, and then just her picture. And I have no context for this thing. And then they play it again like the next half hour later. When I'm half paying attention, I'm preparing for the show. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah. When she popped up, uh, and I, I had no idea. And it was just like, it gotta be Kane, gotta be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, sword. I uh, see. I thought you were going somewhere else with this. Um, you took a you took a look at last year's SummerSlam um, card, right? right. You want to know what last year's Takeover card was and how much of that looks like SummerSlam this year. Ooh, enlighten me, Mike. This can't be any any way similar or uh, any such <laughs> well, way. Um, okay, so let's just let's just um, break down all these people that are on the main roster right now. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mike. The, the first match <laughs> was uh, Tyler Breeze versus Jushin Liger. Wait, what? That. Wait, yeah. wait! I forgot that happened. Holy shit! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That happened. Uh, half that match is on the card. Is on the main roster. Right. Uh, the Vaude villains with blue pants uh, be Blake and Murphy with Alexa Bliss. Half of that match is on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apollo Crews beat Ty Dillinger. Half of that match is on the main roster. Samoa Joe beat Baron Corbin. There's a, there's a theme here. 
Half of that match is on the main roster. And it's not the half you expect. Nope, definitely not. (laughs) Bailey defeated Sasha Banks. Half of that match is on the main roster. And and the other half. And and the only outlier, Finn Balor defeated Kevin Owens. All of that match is on the main roster. I also want to point out half of that other match, Bailey showed up on the main roster last month. So, exactly. So yeah. technically, she could debut at SummerSlam after she loses to Asuka. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. NXT has changed a hell of a lot more than the main roster has in a year. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> naturally, yeah. I mean, this like, is this is the way it's supposed to run, though. This is this I, is the I way know, it's but to be. it's just shocking. This is the experiment coming to fruition, right? And 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 what Triple H's little pet project Skunk Works down here in Orlando, Florida has has become the main stage. And and it's it's fantastic. And we get to enjoy all parts of it instead of trying to dig up uh tapes from Bright House cable in Florida and trying to figure out who the <laughs> Seth Rollins guy is, okay? Um no, it's yeah, no. This is the I way. guess you could really say that NXT took over. God damn it, Wheels. I mean, you're right, but still. God damn it. <laughs> it's what they meant all along. It's all about the game and how you play it. <laughs> Guys, what did you learn from pro wrestling this week? Oh. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I I I learned that I really love Naomi's entrance. No, oh, that yes. is a kick ass entrance. That is a lot of fun. Raver Raver Naomi is pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That that was like, dude, that is better than Jericho jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, it's it's all black light shit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's great. It's really okay. great. Okay, all right. <laughs> Even Eamon's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, it is. It's really good. Uh, all right, I I learned that um, there will never be another Undertaker, no matter how many easy layups they give you for another Undertaker. We've had an easy layup with Bray Wyatt that they've flubbed. We had an easy layup on Monday with the Demon Finn Balor, and they flubbed. They could have had this be something creepy where he was stalking Seth the whole night, and he just ran out and they fought. Like, no. It could have been something so much more instead. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's a guy in face paint. Well, that paint takes a while, Mike. He probably had to take three Uh, hours to put it all on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit peels and, yeah. That's the thing with the Valor thing is, like, I, I realize, like, here's the thing. You don't re- people don't realize how long it takes for him to do that. How long it takes for him to put it, put himself in that. If he's going to do it for a match, he's not going to burn the whole show. Hey, like, you know he, what? Goldust does it to play Pokemon Go. Goldust <laughs> has a face. Just paints his face. He doesn't paint the entire body. And then, like, you know, there's a Gold, difference. Goldust does it when he's not booked. <laughs> well, good for Goldust, okay? I'm, I'm just saying... Finn has to do it once a month. And plus, this isn't on Finn. This is on the no, writers. 
They could have done exactly. something really interesting with it. Instead, it's just like, oh, do your normal demon entrance and go out and fight. Uh, Mike, I don't give you any room to, uh, the, to to complain about this any further until we see what they do with him at SummerSlam. I think yeah, we'll that's have something They're not gonna bust fantastic <laughs> at SummerSlam. Like in fairness, I wish they would have just not done it on Raw. There was a very yeah, good exactly. Point. They shouldn't have done it on Raw. I talked. Whoa, 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 whoa! I talked about this on the wrap up. Uh, Justin Labar had a very good point. They said, "Well, we've been talking about this and 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 explaining it and everything, and you have what one and a half million people on WWE Network, and over three million people are watching Monday Night Raw." We have to expose them to what the deal is, even if that is the only time that we're going to do it on Raw, right? And and I understand that. I understand that whole point. But there's a better way to do it to actually make it look mysterious and threatening. Because they gave away, like, half of what the match is going to be. Like You're just mad because it's Corpus Christi. Eamon, what did you learn? Yeah, Corpus <laughs> Christi. Um... I learned from wrestling this week that working in wrestling is a is it in a, it's, it puts you in a really weird position when you see somebody you're friend with who you work with everyone and you're excited to see them get their ass kicked. Hashtag Rachel Levy or whatever her name was, but yeah, uh, no, she was awesome and and I was very excited to see her and even to get to see her cut a promo, which is crazy. Um, yeah, if you listen to our past interviews on the Andy Mayhem show with her, she's awesome. So go support her and then go check her out. I, and I loved it because it was it was still the Delilah Doom character for the most part. Like she was that super. Yeah, upbeat. I like her. Like her look. I'm amazing. just like like she's talking, and I'm like I'm like this is the girl that we talked to. Like like this is like not like a character. Like no, this is the girl we talked to. You know, like like mm-hmm. like three times on the show. Like that that's that that's her. And even knowing what's coming. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, I love, I love that the, the picture going around of her, her unconscious on the floor with the hashtag doobies <laughs> never die. That's been going around by, 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 yeah. by, by your camp over there. Uh, that's pretty fantastic. Um, so, all right. Uh, from the Twitter, uh, our friend, uh, red setter four, seven, eight says he Slater is a down on his luck father who is uh, trying to be good and provide so Shane and Daniel call CPS for laughs. Oh, by the way, uh, Sorg, I mm. wasn't able to watch SmackDown tonight. I did some preliminary calculations on how many children Heath Slater has. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, eight and a half. A half? A half. What's yeah, uh, the half, he's not sure he's the father or not. Oh, okay. West, oh. Vir- I, West it's, Virginia. It's, it's a Maury Povich situation. West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, West yeah. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, somebody, I forget which night it was, but somebody was very, very insistent on insisting that 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 he married his cousin or something because he's from West Virginia. It got really annoying. Uh, but anyways, uh, from the Facebook, uh, Bobby F J Town learned that Brock Lesnar doesn't give a shit about he Slater, <laughs> Slater's poll either. Um, Alex Cars out in California, California, not PA, California. Uh, he learned though, that it feels real good to go to a local indie wrestling show after all these months, especially when doing so involves stepping out of your comfort zone. Context, he took a lift to and from the show for the first time. There you go. That's, that, that, is, the poor man's, that is the poor man's uh, uh, limousine right there. Uh, Drew, Drew in here says he learned that Demon Kane is wondering why Seth keeps calling him out. Disgusting. Uh, See? 
Kiko learned that uh, Kenny Omega won't die in the ring and is just here for the money, the fame, and the ladies. Uh, guys, I learned this week that Heath Slater is uh, he, he Slater Heath Slater is going to be the most like like you know how like we kind of look at like Kane and, uh, and 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 Mark Henry and it's like holy crap those guys are still around. Heath Slater is going to mm-hmm. be that guy. He it's going to be uh, uh, twenty twenty five, and Heath Slater is going to be still be uh, around doing amazing things. Um, he has found his longevity, and 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 well, I think Santino would have been around too if he didn't get injured. To be quite honest, um, so yeah, I, I I think certainly, and and, and presuming Heath Slater didn't get multiple concussions uh, uh, all at one time from from his Brock Lesnar uh, encounter. Uh, but anyways, no um, no, that's where I'm at with that. Guys, it's been a blast. So much fun hanging out with you Tuesday nights, talking pro wrestling. Eamon Payton, Eamon Two Please on the Twitter. He is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. Please go check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on the website on Smartmark Video if you want to hear his voice. All kinds of cool stuff. And yes. Awesome people coming. And also, uh, also go uh, check us out on YouTube.com slash Inspire Pro Video. We literally just posted a match today. Uh, with uh, two friends of the show. One of them, as we aforementioned, faced Nia Jax on Raw. Uh, and you should check it out. It's really fun. Awesome. Mad Mike. Mad Mike 4883 on the Twitter. That's me, Sork. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be live-tweeting Impact tomorrow night. Yes. I'm not expecting to enjoy it. Um, See, Impact tomorrow night? The- Oh no! Impact is on Thursday. Um, whenever, whenever it's on, I'm still gonna be live tweeting it. Um, I, I've I've heard some things. Sorg. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorg, talk about? They're, not, they're, they're not good things. So does it involve a former Sandow? Um, undecided. Undecided. I, I don't. I don't even know. Undecided. It, it involves. It involves mixed martial arts. Sorg. Oh, because that always works out so well. Mm-hmm. Hot Wheels. That always works out the best. He is with the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, RWALive.com. Thank you so much for joining us again. Hey, thank you for having me, Sorg. It was great to be back. Of course, I'm at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Uh, you can have, hit me up over there. And everything else, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe, rate, review. Uh, check out the Patreon. Check out the shirts. I think there's still a sale. It might be a couple days left in it. Uh, but we've been uh, uh, tweeting out sales for Spreadshirt and also IndieWrestling.us. The uh, sales going on over there uh, for the next week. Drop us a line, 412-206-WMS0. Good times. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thank you, everybody. Join us live.WrestlingMayhemShow.com in the chat room. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, live after SmackDown Live. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem, out! This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Guys are cool. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.